June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customize paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now deadliest day. We are at a very pivotal time in this pandemic. Getting tough in L.A. It's time to cancel everything. President rants about election loss. This may be the most important speech I've ever made. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Staggering, record-shattering numbers in the coronavirus pandemic. 3,157 deaths in the U.S. yesterday and some 200,000 new cases. And hospitalizations now top 100,000 for the first time. CDC Chief Dr. Robert Redfield is warning of a dark winter ahead. I do think, unfortunately, before we see February, we could be close to 450,000 Americans have died from this virus. CBS's Adriana Diaz says some of the sickest of the sick are dealing with unimaginable issues. In hard-hit Tennessee, notary public Adrian Bowling has seen a surge in people desperate to get their affairs in order. People in ICUs. What is it like in the room when you're asking people in their hospital beds what their wishes are, what they want for their will? It is a very sobering time. You can tell from the look in their eyes, it's almost as if it's becoming real that am I not going home? Correspondent David Begno has more on the stepped-up call to try to rein in the pandemic in Los Angeles. My message couldn't be simpler. It's time to hunker down. Mayor Eric Garcetti issued what's called a targeted safer-at-home order for everyone in the city, directing them to remain in their homes. It's time to cancel everything. And if it isn't essential, don't do it. There are tons of exemptions, not only for essential workers, but also for those who need to keep non-essential businesses running. Also exempt from the order are faith-based services and protests. The pressures on U.S. regulators now considering two vaccines for emergency use a day after one was approved in the U.K. They 
Selfridges Department Store in Birmingham, England, reopening after four weeks of lockdown. At the same time, British regulators were announcing approval of the Pfizer COVID vaccine. But British health officials are warning Brits not to relax their guard. The vaccine's benefits won't be felt for months. In the meantime, more than 55 million people in England are living under strict COVID restrictions, and everyone here remains under threat. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. The President of the United States did not address the pandemic in a long speech post on social media. CBS's Stephen Portnoy says it was all about the unfounded election claims he's been making for the past month. For 46 minutes at a podium with the presidential seal, Mr. Trump ranted. This election was rigged. The Facebook post had the president repeating the same unfounded claims of fraud that have so far failed in court. We have so much evidence. But he offered only insinuations that voter signatures wouldn't match if checked or that machines somehow switched votes for Trump to Biden. It means you have to turn over the election. He called on the Supreme Court to, quote, do what's right. Because our country cannot live with this kind of an election. Results from Georgia's second vote recount are due out later today. They're not expected to alter the outcome. Georgia certified Joe Biden's win there. Republican lawyer Lynn Wood has argued state voting machines are rigged to help Democrats. And GOP voters should stay home in next month's Senate runoffs. They have not earned your vote. Don't you give it to them. Why would you go back and vote in another rigged election, for God's sakes? The Trump campaign has asked Wisconsin Supreme Court to throw out more than 221,000 ballots in two counties. The state's Democratic governor calls it an assault on democracy. President Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, is urging Michigan Republicans to push lawmakers to award the state's 16 electoral votes to the incumbent. What I'm holding in my hand are affidavits. These are sworn under oath. And they allege massive cheating, particularly on the part of the Democrat Party of Detroit. President-elect Biden won Michigan by 154,000 votes. CBS's Ben Tracy has the latest on the prospect of a possible slew of pardons before the president leaves office. The White House is dodging questions about reports that President Trump is considering preemptive pardons for three of his adult children and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner. None of his children has been charged with any crime. Ivanka Trump was deposed as part of an investigation into the misuse of inauguration funds. Donald Trump Jr. was investigated by special counsel Robert Mueller for contacts with Russians during the 2016 campaign. And Kushner provided false information while applying for his security clearance. But granting preemptive pardons is very rare. Now to Southern California, where CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti tells us there's a new fast-moving fire that threatens 21,000 people south of L.A. This entire canyon has gone up in flames. We're talking about flames as high as 50 to 60 feet high, driven by wind gusts up to 70 to 80 miles per hour. You see all of these embers blowing all over the place, sparking new fires, where we are a very remote canyon, but on the other side of it, a very heavily populated neighborhood. And it's unclear at this hour, as these flames continue to come over this mountainside, how many people evacuated in the middle of the night. A Hawaii couple is facing charges for boarding a San Francisco flight November 29th after testing positive for COVID-19. Airport officials advised them to quarantine, but police say they got on board anyway. They were arrested when the plane landed in Hawaii. There were 87 passengers on a Boeing 737 MAX for the first public flight following all the upgrades after a 20-month grounding because of two crashes. 
CBS's Chris Van Cleve was among those on the American Airlines flight from Dallas to Tulsa. Back in the air with passengers aboard. How comfortable are you flying the 737 MAX? I'm very comfortable. I'm comfortable with the changes that have occurred. Captain Peter Gamble flew us to Tulsa. We have the computer base, but more importantly, we have the simulator training which is really what we should have had from the beginning. American will be the first U.S. airline to resume MAX service starting December 29th in the middle of the holiday travel rush. Airline analyst Henry Hartevelt. I believe American Airlines wants to get its 737 MAX jets in the air because they are a very cost-effective airplane for the airline. American will notify passengers if they book on a 737 MAX, giving them the chance to make other arrangements if they want to. At least six people are missing and four homes have been destroyed after several mudslides in Haines, Alaska. The destruction came after heavy rains. Dozens of people were rescued and evacuated from the area. Rayford Johnson has died. He won the decathlon gold medal at the 1960 Rome Olympics and eight years later helped subdue Robert F. Kennedy's assassin. Get the gun, Rayford. Okay, now hold on to the guy. Hold on to him. Johnson called that one of the most devastating moments in his life. In 1984, he lit the torch to open the L.A. games. Rayford Johnson was 86 years old. A woman with an Internet following turns up dead. It's a mystery her friends and family want solved. The mother of a social media influencer who was found dead in Houston just wants to find out answers. I don't know what precipitated this, but... I feel like I will when this all pans out, and I will be an advocate for it not to happen to anybody else. Stacey Robinaw says she knows it wasn't an accident that killed her 26-year-old daughter, Alexis Sharkey. City workers found her body on the side of the road in West Houston on Saturday. Police say her husband is cooperating. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. One of the first places locked down in the pandemic was Wuhan, China, where the coronavirus originated. The shutdown nearly put a local craft brewer out of business. But now things are thriving with a new beer called Wuhan Stay Strong. Labels pay tribute to doctors and emergency workers. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them? and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Always on the go? Well, now you can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on CBS Mornings on the go. It's a podcast you can listen to CBS Mornings on the go ad-free on Wondery Plus. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.